Hello, fellow fans. I'm Mark. You know, with me is my co-host, the unblemished Brian. Hello, Brian. Like a zit. Welcome, everyone, to UWF on the Chip and Company Podcast Network. On last episode, Brian and I united for a rewind episode of Are These Christmas Movies, such as Die Hard, Batman Returns, Iron Man 3, and The Nightmare Before Christmas. On this week's episode, Brian and I unite to discuss areas at the Disney parks that could use a holiday makeover. Now put on your Disney holiday spirit jerseys as UWF starts now. All right, let's do this one last time. Truth is, I am Iron Man. Football is life. I solemnly swear that I am up to no good. X never, ever marks this spot. Is Star Wars the one with the little wizard boy? This is the way. Avengers! Assemble. Ah, chills. Literal chills. All right. Hello, fans. Thank you all for uniting with us as we talk about all things fandom. Please give us a rate or review wherever you listen so we can unite with more fans out there on the Chip and Company Podcast Network. Follow UWF on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, X to have more fun with us. Uh, Brian, in very heartbreaking, sad news um, of the week of recording this, one of our favorite uh performers uh even our one of our favorite characters captain hold on brooklyn 99 uh andre brower yeah he deserves it one more um sadly has passed away um this one hit pretty hard for me uh i didn't want it to be true when it started popping up i was hoping it was a fake one yeah this one this one hurt man like i just everything I don't know him that well from many of his other roles. To me, he's always just going to be Captain Holt. But, like, yeah, like you said, I've got that, the mock painting that Terry did on the show hanging on our wall. And, uh, yep. And it's, we just, we looked at it this morning going, man, that's, that's just sad. It's just, that's a bummer. Yeah. Uh, my first time, Seeing Andre was uh, one of my favorite war movies, and for the longest time, one of my favorite movies, Glory. He's in that. Um, he's also one of my guilty pleasures, Fantastic Four Rise of the Silver Surfer. Um, when they couldn't get the rights to Nick Fury, they created this <laughs> general character, and he uh, was the not-so-Nick Fury. So I wish he had been in Multiverse of Madness as Nick Fury somehow. Anything to right. redeem that film whoa <laughs> so um i know we talked about with matthew perry how much we love chandler we could have done an episode on chandler i i think we could have done an episode on captain holt who without a doubt is the best part of brooklyn 99 for me um so yeah well, I think if you, if you go back to the i think the third ever fan uh, united we fan we ever did was our comedy character or comedy television show character draft and Chandler and Captain Holt were both drafted in that draft because they're just our favorite characters from two of our favorite shows. So yeah, um, I will be sure to be marathoning. I mean, I already watched Brooklyn nine, nine quite a bit here and there, but it's on Peacock. If you have it, um, I'm sure there's going to be clips popping up around the internet. But, uh, Andre, thank you for the laughs. Um, thank you for so many quotes. Um, 
Yeah. Just thank you. So Brian, another other news to get us back on a more cheerful plane, I guess. Uh, Shohei Otani, breaking news, 10 years, $700 million. And who did he pick, Brian? Yeah, he picked the Dodgers. You said you wanted to cheer me up a little bit. Talking about Shohei Otani going to the Dodgers isn't going to do it. I know, I know. Well, um, I the news keeps coming out. Um, he's only going to be paid... Two million a year for was it ten years um, for the length of the years. contract? So for the next generation of Dodgers, you're going to be paying for it. Um, but business wise, they're already making the money. Um, he already jumped to the highest selling jersey sale. You already know marketing loves this. I I think as of right now, um, they're easily one of the top man, do I want to go top five? They're definitely the top baseball brand in the world right now. No, sorry, not sorry, Yankees. The Dodgers have unseated you. Um, so they're going to make you that money. You think that's true? I don't think Europe knows anything about the Dodgers. <sighs> that's true. I think, but I think, it, like, for, for the Asiatic countries, you're absolutely correct. Um, but it really does feel like a West Coast, East Coast thing. Yeah, that's a good point. I I did see also there is an opt-out for Otani. If the president of the Dodgers or the owner of the Dodgers leaves, he can decide to terminate the contract. Um, Unless that happens. Is that real? This is the first I'm hearing that. Uh, it was on ESPN. Huh. Uh, I, okay. So, I mean, you and I both saw there was a Wolf of Wall Street clip that people did where leo gives his whole thing of how he bugged the conference room and made it cold as antarctica and everything else is any of it legal absolutely bleeping not like this can't be allowed like 680 million dollars on the hook like we all think bobby bonilla day rules like just wait (laughs) until shohei otani day 68 million dollars a year for 10 years after he's done playing this contract it doesn't make any sense i have to think that the major league baseball players association or the league themselves are going to step in and say you can defer money nope. but you can't defer that nope. kind of money nope they've already posted uh a player can defer <sighs> as much as they want so it, it's all about it's all about keeping money available to sign yamamoto or other people so i mean the dodgers just aren't fun they just don't play on the same playing field is the rest of the division or the rest of the league other than two other franchises. So it felt like this Toronto blue Jays thing was real for like a whole day. And that would have been awesome. I would have bought that Jersey in a second. Um, I, I kept saying all along he was going to go to the giants, uh, come to find out in breaking news as well. The giants and the blue Jays pretty much agreed to a similar deal. And Otani had the choice of who he wanted, and he picked the Dodgers. I thought he was going to go to the Giants. But I think they – I'm going to see this now. I think his experience with the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim is what did this. He saw the Giants as a rebuild, and he he really wanted to stay close to Japan. And he said, I'm not doing another rebuild, another hopeful team. 
The Dodgers are built to win, just missing one or two pieces. I'm going to go to them. I think the Blue Jays had a great proposal, but it was just, I think it was too far from like his family and friends in Japan. Well, I mean, the Giants have won three World Series in the last decade, and the Dodgers have won one in a COVID-shortened season. So who's had the more success? Um, Ooh, and the, spent less. <laughs> the Giants The Giants did go out and sign Jung-Hoo Lee um, from the Korean mm-hmm. League, like right after. Yep. So, I mean, the Giants are not going to be down forever. You know who's going to be down forever? The Colorado mm. Rockies. I... Yeah, and I mean, my Red Sox, I they were talking a mad game about this offseason, and I feel like it's going to be a disappointing offseason. The Red Sox are just not a hot commodity right now, I feel like. Or uh, appetizing? App- no. Appetizing offer? No, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's dark times. Although I am ready for baseball season to come back. I'm not. I can wait a little longer. Oh, Well, that concludes uh, UWS Sports Corner. Now we're going to head to the Disney Corner here on UWS. Brian, Disney just announced they are releasing three movies that didn't really get a theatrical big chance to theaters. And I I think it's fair for them. You want to let our listeners know? I mean, they didn't put dates or times. They only said 2024. We know that Turning Red, Luca, and Soul are going to get theatrical releases. I feel like it's probably too little too late when it comes to the upset people at Pixar, but <laughs> you never know. Um, I, I mean, part of me, it's just the cynical of quality, or excuse me, yeah, quality over quantity that Bob Iger said, which means probably even less releases in 2024 than we were already going to get. So it just feels like a placeholder to have something come out and try to make some sort of revenue. I, I think turning red's the only one that might get me out to the theaters. It's the only one that I have rewatched more than once or twice. So I, it doesn't move the needle for me personally. How about you? Uh, Luca, I think it's overrated. Sorry, friends. I don't think it's that great. Um, turning red. I love but I think I'll I think I'll go see Soul in theater because of the soundtrack and wanting to hear it with a theater sound system and the picture quality. Well, that's what makes so. Turning Red tur- Turning Red Turning Red <laughs> Turning Red Turning Red kind of interesting to me is that boy band soundtrack might be fun oh. in a in a movie theater atmosphere. But like Soul, maybe it would give it a better shot for me. Yeah. But I mean, it's it's just not on Inside Out level like it had potential to be. I. He forgot about the boy band aspect. I don't know how. So I think Brian just sold me on turning red in theaters. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's it for our Disney corner. But fear not, Disney fans. This episode is about Disney. But first, a word from our sponsors. Hey, guys, Diz Life Mark here. And I want to tell you all about the official travel partner here at Shipping Company. Let our good friend Sarah at Destination to Travel help you plan your next Disney vacation. Sarah specializes in planning dream vacations for your family. She's an authorized Disney vacation planner, and she can help with every step of your magical vacation. The best thing is that her services are 100% free. Want to travel beyond Disney? Sarah has you covered there too. Want to find out more? Fill out a trip request form over at the website at Chip & Co or email her directly at sarahsolberg at dtotravel.com. 
Start planning that dream vacation today. Email her at sarahsolberg at d2travel.com. All right, friends. Welcome back. As Brian and I bring out the wrapping paper and the Christmas lights. Uh, thank you, Brian, for helping me to uh, untangle the Christmas light bulb ball. Um, looks like someone had a Christmas vacation. As Brian and I think of where at Disney could use a holiday makeover. Think of, you know, Jingle Cruise, something fun like that. That how like Space Mountain has the Christmas celebration, stuff like that. Something to spice up an area. And we're going to see if Disney wants to invite us to get creative with them. So without further ado, Brian, would you like to kick off the conversation or you want me to go first? Uh, I mean, I'm happy to start some of which of mine. So I took, I went into this budget is not a concern whatsoever. Good. So good. Good, good. spend as much money as we want to make it as extravagant. Some of mine are very, very basic. So let's start with basic, shall we? Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special on <laughs> Disney plus mm. has a wonderful original song by the old yeah. 97s at the beginning of that uh, talking about Santa and his flamethrower. It says, I don't know what Christmas is. I can't remember the exact name of the song. I probably should have looked that up. He shoots missiles at your toes. He might just roast your chestnuts with his powerful flamethrower. Rain, 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 rain. Dear, 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 dear. I don't know what Christmas is, but Christmas time. But you know the song I'm talking about. A man spins his forearm in a full 360-degree circle. It's kind of fun. Um, I think that that song needs to make its way onto Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. I think that is a great uh, addition to it, especially after the meh mix that we had last holiday season. This sounds like a slam dunk. So, Brian, I... The holiday season mix last year was so poorly received that they didn't even try again this year. Like it's it's I mean I didn't hate it like run run rocket like it wasn't anything yeah. great but I don't know this one this original song from the holiday special would be fun. Yep, who knows? Maybe next year. Maybe, maybe, maybe Kevin maybe. Bacon's face could pop up somewhere. Epcotians, what do I call them? Kevin Bacon. <laughs> oh, Brian, it happened. There day when I was there, somebody yelled out alcoholics. I hate it. I hate it so, so much. So the thought of this concept to me came when I was riding Thunder Mountain at night. And I just thought about how when you're in the caverns um, and like all the different caves, just having Christmas lights in there. And then when it's like on the back half and you're going through the mining town, have the Christmas lights, even put some on the goats that are throughout the ride. I just feel like this would be an easy easy overlay and not even that expensive to do so big thunder mountain holiday thunder ring yeah i can see the stockings hanging off of like the old western towns like the railings and stuff right there i could see that yeah even like the lanterns in the load platform you know having like red or some green lights in them just to spice up the old thunder mountain railroad i i try not to but the big thunder mountain at disneyland is just better than the one in in orlando i'm gonna be honest it's got an explosion scene 
all that kind of stuff. But yeah, like just hang Christmas lights anywhere, which is kind of what we're doing here. Like what would look pretty in Christmas lights? <laughs> Thunder Mountain. But it would work. It would easily work and get people to go. That it would. It would work for me. Let's spend some money. Ooh. World Showcase. Just all of it. And I know they do some of it now, but I would love to be able to travel the world and see more and more of what Christmas is like in every individual country. So let's let's map this out a little bit. There's all kinds of Christmas traditions all over the world. Places like Morocco and such don't celebrate Christmas quite the same way we do, but there's definitely holiday traditions that they could work in. You could even, when you say happy holidays, there could be, um, I mean, is, is there a menorah somewhere in Epcot? I feel like there is. They, I know they have the Hanukkah story, yeah, which is between Morocco and France. They gave it like a small corner. The guy is very talented. He's got a guitar and everything. It's pretty great. So we go, we go resort hopping, right? Like we go see these different Christmas trees at all the different resorts. I think every individual country should have a massive, massive Christmas tree that they work with cultural ambassadors or something to get country specific ornaments or all kinds of stuff. Hide Easter eggs, put a massive, massive Christmas tree at each of the countries. Let's, let's make some, some real money here or spend some real money. I mean, people come to Disney do love the Christmas trees. They are pretty great. So I think that'd be great taking the um, world showcase holiday tellings around the world showcase and upping it. Um, it is a fun time to do. I love it, so I'm all for them amping it up. So, good choice, good choice. Um, for me, I'm going to take a smaller trip to somewhere I haven't been, Avengers Campus. I swear, friends, I'm going to try to make it out to Disneyland in 2024. Um, I, you know, with, um, I almost said Arrow, with Hawkeye, we actually had a Christmas show I would love a Christmas pizza dog stand. So just like little slices and just something to do with the dog from Hawkeye and have it be pizza themed since it was that way in the show. Well, is it only Christmas themed because Hawkeye took place around Christmas? Because there's nothing really Christmassy about Lucky or about pizza. I'm all for pizza, though. I'm all I'm all for it. I know, and I was trying to think about how can you make pizza Christmassy? I don't know how, but I'm sure, you know, Disney could do it. Pizza's delicious 365 days a year, so. It's very, very true. But just, you know, have the the dog on the box or the plate, you know, with a little Santa hat. It's real easy. Yeah, it could get like a holiday pizza box or something. That would be cool. But like, to be honest, it just needs to be a 365 day a year stand. Like Lucky's Lucky's Pizza or something. Lucky the Pizza Dog stand. That's true. I don't know how we've missed that. You know, we got the Schwarman stand. Let's get a pizza stand. Yeah, perfect. It just needs to be better than the regular Disney pizza. Whoa. Feeling hot, hot, hot. Okay. I I like Connections Pizza over at Epcot. Oh, and the pizza and just Epcot period. The pizza in Epcot's good. Be a Napoli. <laughs> we are flying through this here. Uh, it's going to be pizza a sh- Rizzo. Hang on. I want you to defend this. Even pizza Rizzo is good. Is it? 
I know Dave Portnoy gave it a 7.1 or whatever he did, but it's not exactly good. <laughs> Just saying. That was a good that was a good uh pull out there with the Rio. <laughs> okay. Uh let's take what they have over at Disneyland. They have mm-hmm. a wonderful, wonderful Nightmare Before Christmas holiday movie, maybe not. However, putting Sandy Claus and the only thing good about the Nightmare Before Christmas is the Haunted Mansion holiday over at Disneyland. It needs to make its way over to Florida. And we need the Haunted Mansion holiday overlay at the Haunted Mansion here in Florida. It's just too popular here. I, I mean, it'd be swell, Nightmare Before but... Christmas specifically or the ride? Oh, you want like a Nightmare Before Christmas ride here? I want the Nightmare Before Christmas overlay of the Haunted Mansion, matching what oh, they, no. matching what they do in California. It it here it's too popular with the world travelers coming here. We don't rely like Disneyland does on the annual pass holders, and it just takes too long to set up. I mean, it'd be fun, but it just it would take too long. Spoken as a man who's never ridden the Haunted Mansion holiday. I, I've seen video. It looks great. I'm just being <laughs> practical that there's no way they could shut down Haunted Mansion long enough here to do it. So when you say it's too popular, you mean Haunted Mansion specifically? Yes. Okay. That that ride, just it's too popular, especially with the new Hatbox Ghost. Good Lord. Does it exist yet? Oh, yeah. He's already there. He's been there for like two weeks. Really? Yeah. Nobody told me this. I am not up to date on shippingcompany.com. Wow. Wow. Thanks, Chip and Company, for the home here on the podcast network. Okay. Hang Um, on. Hang on. The game where everything's made up and the points don't matter. Let's say every single attraction is on the table for a holiday over theme. Something like Haunted Mansion, you say, can't go down for that long because it's too popular for international travelers. So what would you say are the four most untouchable attractions at Walt Disney World. Oh, to do an overlay? <clears throat> Just in general. Like, like can't be changed, can't go away. Where the park really feels it when it goes down for refurbishment. Okay. So this is not a question of which one do I think would be okay if the park got rid of. It's which one can't close temporarily for an overlay. Yeah. Like what what does the park like what are the four biggest attractions that the parks just can't do without for three weeks? Man, I'm thinking of you, Hollywood Studios. <laughs> like if Tower Terror and Rise and Slinky Dog and even Mania went down, that park would just be wrecked. Any one of those. Um, yeah, you're you're well. Tower, they've figured out how to do the refurbishment half at a time, so the the which, uh, the attraction just never runs it full full of yeah. efficiency. Notice coaster, I didn't say you. I they would survive. Um, oh, that was mean. <laughs> uh, flight. We've already seen what Animal Kingdom looks like without flight. Um, we have not I seen think- an Animal Kingdom that closes after sundown without flight, though. Hmm. I think the safari and flight of passage being closed for a long time at Animal Kingdom would hurt. Um, Do you you think Everett you think that park could sustain Everest being closed for say ten months yes. to fix a broken Yeti? Yep. Interesting. Especially if it's Yeti, I think people would be like, "Fine, we'd be patient for that." Yeah. 
uh, Epcot, Epcotians, people of Epcot, you do uh, that living every with the time. land. Living with the land. Yeah, man. <laughs> That's the best holiday overlay that we've got at Disney World. No, no. I mean, obviously, Guardians. Honestly, I, I don't know if this is a hot take, but I think Guardians is the only one. I think everything else you could get away with at Epcot. I agree. I think Guardians is the only thing you can't get away with. Um, Magic Kingdom. People got real upset when Pirates was closed for several months, um, but they survived. Um, I think whenever they do the Beyond Big Thunder, I think Big Thunder is going to go down for a while. I think they can sustain yeah. it, but I think Big Thunder will go down for a while. I think the answer at Magic Kingdom, I think the only answer because of the amount of attractions they have is Tron. And I mean, See? this is this is loaded because we're picking all these new attractions, so that's part of yeah. it. Yeah, I honestly, I think Magic Kingdom could survive any of them. And I know what I just said about Haunted Mansion; the guests wouldn't be happy. But I think any attraction Magic Kingdom could survive if it was closed down. Just people would be real upset. My my thing is the Haunted Mansion at Disneyland, and this is going back to our actual topic. It operates so much more smoothly because it gets this downtime every single year built into the calendar. And that's mm. just Disney World in general talking about upkeep of attractions and stuff like that. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a whole grander discussion. But I think you and I were both on the same page. We went to the two smaller parks. Epcot has everything else that it can rely on. Like, it's it's never had a lot of rides. It just never has. And they could they could go without Ratatouille forever and probably be fine. But, like, Epcot's got so much other stuff that I think it would survive no matter what. But I'm, I've, I'm with ugh. you. I've seen studios when one of the big ones goes down and, man, it is cluster. Well, especially back in the FastPass days. Where when everybody had three fast passes and they were all in tears and everything else, but if Tower went down, like that Star Tours fast pass line got real, real long at the end of the day. <laughs> Muppet Vision 3D, the backbone of the park. Um, <laughs> Maybe not so random, which, but that was our random Rushmore. No, that was good. I enjoyed that. Speaking of which, uh, I'm going to do how. Um, Frozen kind of does like a holiday thing. I'm going to do Muppet Vision 3D. Uh, the Christmas Carol edition. So oh, you, dude, you are speaking my language. Really easy. Have, you know, uh, Rizzo and Gonzo um, performing there behind something and just doing highlights from a Muppet Christmas Carol. There goes Mr. Humbug. There goes Mr. Grimm. Real easy. You've digitized the Muppet Vision movie, so you don't have to worry about projections. It should be easy. And um, I think it would just bring so much great attention to that attraction. You already played the songs in the courtyard. So, yes, a Muppet Christmas Carol overlay for Muppet Vision 3D. Oh, dude. You could change the clothes on Waldorf and Statler and put chains on them and make them look like the Marley Brothers. Yep. I uh, dude, you are Muppet Christmas Carol is just an absolute masterpiece. And 
Oh, I didn't even. Why did I not even think about this? This is brilliant, Mark. I I'm not gonna lie. I'm a little upset that that was not the first one I thought of. Um, kind of upset me. Oh, it could even be like a. Well, I don't want it to be like a sing along, but I want it to have songs. It is the season of the heart, a special time of caring. The ways of love make clear. two different things i I don't want people to sing along with it even though they would anyway i know i think if you did a sing-along um i mean that's what disney you know they do pretty well with that so sing along hey if it brings people cool but just a performing rizzo and gonzo in the theater that would be so great do you have a michael kane impersonation the lamborghini then if you want to talk like michael kane you only say a few words at a time i will make it no what's that man I'm trying to think of a <laughs> we watch Muppet Re- christmas. revenge reference we watched Muppet um, christmas carol the other day and my oldest son goes hey it's it's alfred <laughs> <laughs> like is that what he is? is that what michael kane is to you but i suppose that that's probably fair kid is raised right yeah. The think, unemployment line. I think he said no, it's true. Batman's butler, I think is were the exact words. If you want to hear us talk more about Muppet's Christmas Carol, tune in to next week's United We Fan when we rewind it back to our Christmas films review episode. Woo! Muppet Vision. All right, but yeah, Muppet Vision 3D Christmas overlay. I love that. I love that. Well, before we wrap up, we just have a couple more holiday overlays. I've got another random Rushmore I'm going to throw in Mark's lap. But before we do that, let's hear from our sponsors. Is Disney World home to you? Realtor Victor Naraki can help make it a reality. Realtor Victor Naraki specializes in making your Disney home dreams come true. Second homes, investment homes, retirement, relocation, With Victor's input, he will show you the home opportunities that you don't get to see as a tourist. Imagine being at the park in minutes, walking around the world showcase for daily exercise, watching the fireworks in your own backyard, or having Disney Springs as your local mall. Have you ever heard of Windermere, Winter Garden, Horizon West, Dr. Phillips, Claremont, Lake Nona, or Disney's own Celebration and Golden Oak? Victor will introduce you to these communities which are just minutes to the magic. Stop imagining a Disney life and start living your dream today. Call Victor at 407-340-9375. And don't forget to mention that you heard all about Victor here on the Chip and Company Podcast Network. Head over to CelebratingFlorida.com and start living your magical life today. All right, Brian, my lap is ready for you to throw it on. Well, we're not there yet. That's a that's a weird way to phrase that. So I suppose oh. I said it first. So it's only fair. Brian, put it in my lap. No, Brian, get nope. on my lap. No, nope. <laughs> Let's stick with holiday. It's not random if I tell you exactly when it's going to happen. So oh, okay, okay, okay. My next holiday theme. I I don't know. I mean, Run Run Rudolph might be too easy. Aerosmith has to have some sort of holiday so, song, right? Oh my god, I thought of this, but then I did a search and. Steven Tyler did a song for Polar Express. And I, I couldn't really find anything else. For Polar, like the the Tom Hanks animated Polar Express? I guess that's the only, yep. like, 
They're yeah. dead in the eyes in that movie. Terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, in case you're not watching, which nobody is, Mark just stared at me through the camera with Polar Express eyes. Um, Look, you all let us know if you ever want to see Brian and I like clips of us recording this. We'll think about it. But man, some fun behind the scenes faces get made. And I definitely tried to do a Polar Express dead eye. So I, I thought about this watching Home Alone. Run Run Rudolph would be fun on like similar to I Want the Old 97 song from the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday or holiday special to make its way onto Cosmic Rewind. There's enough rock and roll ish Christmas music that we could easily do another song in Rock and Roller Coaster. Yeah, decorate the little alleyway as well when you come out of Studio C. Yeah, you don't need to decorate the track, just but if you decorate, just put trees and all kind like tinsel all over where you load onto all that kind of stuff. It'd be super fun. Well, that's just it. Even the unload area, the tent area has different color lights, and there's already trees there, so you just got to put ornaments on it. Yeah. So that could be done. It's and, doable. And you could de- you could decorate inside the actual like music studio in the pre-show. Yep. There's there's tons they could do over at Rock and Roller Coaster. That'd be super fun. And that would you could do that overnight. Just change a few yep. light bulbs and set up some trees. Yeah. That'd be good. Was that one of yours? Uh, no, I you thought of it better than I did. I stopped as soon as I only saw one of like Steven Tyler only having one song and I go, "Well, thanks a lot Aerosmith for not like giving into the man and making a Christmas album. <laughs> so, um, next up for me, I thought of, you know, you have jingle cruise. How do you not have jingle skipper canteen? The restaurant. Yeah. I know that's easy, but how do you not like Christmas that up? But then I also thought about the Swiss family Robinson Treehouse. Um, If you could somehow make that, I don't know, like Tinkerbell holiday, like celebration there and change it over to them making presents and putting Christmas lights in the Swiss family Robinson Treehouse. I thought that would be cute. So those were kind of my last two. How long was the Swiss family Robinson stranded for? We're going to have to look that up. And if, guy in the chair. if you got stranded on a desert island or on a deserted island like that, Oh my god. Even if like if you knew exactly what day it was, whether it was like January twelfth or something, how long do you have to be stranded before you're looking for something that's more normal and you start celebrating Christmas on that island? Cause I think I'd give in pretty quick. Like, yeah. If I'm like living, like if I'm in lost and like I'm alive and I have like everything, the basic necessities to stay alive, I'm gonna try to come up with something. Like Hurley had his golf clubs, so he made that golf course on the island and lost. I think I would just start celebrating Christmas. Yeah, I think if it was like a cool night, I'd be like, oh, it's Christmas. Woo, it's cool. Yeah. As I'm not thinking about how I'm stranded on an island. Well, yeah. I mean, that would suck. I don't know the premise (laughs) of Swiss Family Robinson, how they ended up where they did, and if they got rescued or not. I would assume they did. Yeah, I it's been a while since I've watched the movie. I know Disney wanted to relaunch it for a Disney Plus series. I was going to say, got, wasn't that part of Investor Day? Yeah, but I think it got canceled already. Part of the whole like focusing on quality over quantity. Yeah, well, that might be fair. Okay, it's time. Yeah. The game where everything's made up and the points don't matter. We talked about doing this several times, but the year is just getting away from us. We're not going to be able to fit it in before the end of the year. 
So it's going to have to wait a year. So let's tease an episode for United We Fan next year. Your four go-to holiday television episodes. Uh, Friends, Holiday Armadillo. <laughs> my, my favorite part was when Superman flew all the Jews out of Egypt. <laughs> The holiday uh, armadillo was not so thrilled about that part. I mean, anytime Ross puts on a costume is funny, especially when he did like Spudnik. Um, so you and your yeah. infatuation with Ross, I will never ever understand it. Love Ross, second favorite friend. Um, let's see. Um, oh. I love the Ted Lasso like bonus is, Christmas episode. That is that the they correct did. answer. That is number one for me. Um, I love that one. When Higgins invites the whole team over to his house and they actually all show up, and his wife just doesn't know how to handle it, so they they extend the the entire dinner table with the surfboard that their son got for Christmas. Everything about that when Higgins is giving his toast and he calls out everybody's hometown, it just makes that team feel like a family. Like, dude, I. I'm obsessed with that episode. I think that episode is so, so good. Yeah. Uh, I I know the Simpsons have a couple of good holiday episodes. Um, Wasn't their very first one a holiday Yeah, that's, one? When, it, that's when it debuted. Yeah, that's yeah. what I thought. Um, that's when they got Santa's little helper. Oh. Oh. Yeah, that's on there now. <laughs> and then fourth. Uh, oh, oh, um, Brooklyn Nine Nine, where um, Boyle and them beat up Santa. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I think those those are what's coming to mind. What else you got? All right. Uh, not surprisingly, uh, several of mine come from The Office. Um, yeah. The, the Holiday Armadillo Friends one is probably my the best Friends Christmas episode, though. I'm with you there. Uh, Ted Lasso, uh, The Office, the even the first one. I rewatched it just the other day where they do Secret Santa, and there's a $20 limit, but Michael gives Ryan the iPod instead, and everybody fights over the iPod. Like, season two, Michael, is so cringy and so not self-aware that it's so bad. But then it's the next season, maybe even no. It's, I think it's season four when they go to Benihana, and Michael gets the the waitress girlfriend, and he has to mark her arm because he can't tell her apart from the other one, or from the other waitress. And that one makes me laugh. Like The Office has some really good ones, but the the first Office one I was talking about when Michael brings in that tree and they can't they can't stand it up because it's too tall, and they make Kevin use the the paper cutter to cut the top of the tree off. I love that. Uh, so I, I, for me, it falls it falls to the office. I'm having a hard time remembering many Parks and Rec Christmas episodes, um, but I really all I wanted to do was wax poetic about how much I love that episode of Ted Lasso. Yeah, Holiday Armadillo. Sorry, just had to be said again. <sighs> oh, that'll be good. Yeah, it's almost time as we're recording this for me to start marathoning that. I am marathoning christmas movies already um so look out netflix bad netflix holiday movies as well as holiday classics so are you a lifetime are you a lifetime movie guy um 
not really. I I know what were the last two Netflix ones I watched. Um, it's like a a night before Christmas. It's like night with a K. And then last year there was a Lindsay Lohan Christmas movie where um, it's essentially overboard, but a Christmas movie. She gets amnesia and like helps this small resort. She's a celebrity and has amnesia and helps this small resort. It's a feel good movie. Anyways, I'm not so, entirely sure how I ended up in this algorithm and t- on TikTok, but I'm not going to complain about it. Every video I seem like I get on TikTok now is this woman who goes into the mountains and she's like, I'm so caught up in my career. There's no way anybody could ever throw that off for me. And then she goes into town and meets the man who has his child and lost his wife recently. And it's a holiday season and she falls in love and she leaves his, her entire career behind. Like I've seen, I don't know less than like 12 TikToks about it. And it's so funny to me. Yep. Yep. Even the posters, there's a lot of cliche posters <laughs> where they essentially just swap sides He's always in, uh, he's always in a red sweater and she's always in a green dress or vice versa. Yep. Um, Brian, I got a random rush more for you. Oh boy. The game where everything's made up and the points don't matter. Uh, I need four holiday um, treats, beverages, food items that you're gonna be looking forward to this year. Hot chocolate is number one. I like okay. hot chocolate, of course. Uh, yep. Not eggnog. You know that's not on the list. Um, the green bag Christmas edition mint M&Ms. They are the oh. best. They are the best. It's my favorite holiday snack. I always get them. Well, if Walmart or other grocery stores would put them out before November 1st, I would buy them before that. But this year, I couldn't Ooh. get them until like November 3rd. Um, so those two... Um, my wife makes the absolute best chocolate chip cookies, and Santa Claus always gets a fresh batch on Christmas Eve. And my last one, I will have to go with a honey-baked ham for Christmas dinner. Ooh. So good. So good. I'm going to go snickerdoodle hot chocolate. Okay. Uh, eggnog is on my list. Um, I'm going to also Spiked go- or not spiked? Not spiked. Hmm. Uh, yeah, not spiked. You need to learn how to um, party. I don't know how to party, but you should learn how to party. I know. Uh, then I'm going to go with, this is like a budget-friendly option, the Publix cookies with like the frosting, the holiday ones. Oh, yeah. Those sugar cookies? Yeah. Oh, wait. No. I, oh, no. Mm, I honorable <laughs> mention the um, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups Christmas Trees. The white one, like the white chocolate mm-hmm. peanut butter cup ones, honorable mention. Uh, number four, um, my friend, the pie guy here in Orlando, makes the best pies. I am looking forward to a cherry pie from him this holiday season. If you're in the Orlando area, I can't recommend the pie guy enough. Look him up on Facebook or Instagram. So, shout out, yeah. shout out to listener Jalen. No offense to the pie guy, I'm sure he's nice, but Jalen gets it. Pies are a no go, just in general. Ah. Jalen gets it. We're gonna change that. Well, that concludes. I've got one more. Ho- <laughs> I've got one more holiday layover. Do you have any more? Oh, I was gonna say that concludes this uh, corner of uh, random Rushmores. <laughs> no, I got all mine now. You go for it, Brian. Fair enough. My last one, most important to me. I saved it for last because I feel like I could talk about it the most. We need to celebrate Life Day 
in Batu. I tried to think of how to make this work. Please tell me how you figured it out. We we just need to celebrate Life Day. It's the Star Wars version of Christmas. It's what the entire Star Wars holiday special was built around. No, don't 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 take a look and watch it because then you'll just want to poke your eyes out. But um, the holiday special for Star Wars, huh? Do it at Star Tours. You could do it at Star Tours, but but if you cover the Millennium Falcon in Christmas lights. And you just hang Christmas lights all over Batu, be part of the Life Day celebration. You could still keep it Star Warsy, but there's Christmas lights in the Star Wars universe. They already exist. We have the Lego Star Wars Holiday Special that we got as well. They have they have they have uh, tip yip for dinner, like all that kind of stuff. You can fit it into the Star Wars galaxy. That's not a problem. But yep. covering the Millennium Falcon in Christmas lights bring back like. I'm not saying like Osborne spectacle of lights covered in Christmas lights, but make it look cool. Like make it look shiny and bright and give us a new reason to want to go at Christmas time for a Star Wars fan. You heard it here, friends. Brian, who is a big Star Wars fan, actually wants to bring Life Day. They have Life Day ornaments and Chewy Snuggies, by the way, for sale at Hollywood Studios. Yeah, and to Diz Life Mark's point, why is Chewy not walking around in that red robe on Life Day? <laughs> With his blue ball. I mean, we're we're still kind of warm here once we get like our cool fronts back here, maybe. Well, yeah, I suppose, but Chewy can Chewy can stick out that fur in the oh, summertime. He can wear a snuggie the in the winter. There's Chewy greet. Would yeah, that be okay? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. Give okay. him give okay. him his red robe, full blown life day, man. Yeah. We just don't need his son and his human teeth. Uh, yeah. Oh god. <laughs> Thing of nightmares. Tune to Babu's freaking podcast. You can find in our archives the uh the, the our entire review of the Star Wars holiday special. It was not so glaring. Yes. Gl- glowing, and- I think is the right word. Thank you, Babu's freaking podcast. I'm on the second book of the um, Admiral. Um, why am I blanking on his name? Grand Blue Admiral guy. Thrawn. Thank you. I'm on the second book in that series. Are you on the Thank second you. book of the now no oh, longer Lord. canon series or the new canon yes, series? The non canon, the original one. Heir to the Empire. Yes. Okay. So y'all recommended it. And the first one was a quick and great read. Yeah, it rules. So I am excited for the second one. Starting it soon. Nice. I think that does now conclude not only the random Rushmore hour, but the entire episode of United We Fan Holiday Layover Edition. Woo! That does conclude this episode. We thank you, fellow fans, for uniting with us. For those listeners who want to get in touch with the show, check us out on Instagram, Facebook, X, Twitter. We'd love to hear from you. We've mentioned several of our fans lately, like Mary, out there. We thank you for getting in touch with us. Thank you again. Listen to us wherever you check out your podcasts. Brian, until we unite again, fans, remember Rizzo, the rat's mother's words of wisdom for this holiday season. Never eat singing food. Light the lamp, not the rat! Light the lamp, not the rat! You can fit through those bars? Yeah. You are such an idiot. What? What?